Hey, this is Pete Moore from Simplifying Entrepreneurship. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. It's Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 305 with my good buddy here, Pete Moore. Uh, Simplifying Entrepreneurship. He really helps the entrepreneurs out there get away from owning a job and being able to free up some of their time to really run businesses. And he does it with his five P's principle, which we get into probably right around the 10 minute mark. And they, they just blew my mind. And Pete is so full of solid, solid knowledge nuggets that I have pages and pages of notes that I've actually used, thank you, Pete, to help level up uh, business owners that I actually coach as well. So without further ado, if you are a business owner, Break out the notebook because there's so, so many good, solid knowledge nuggets in this. Here comes Pete Moore from Simplifying Entrepreneurship. Let's level up. Time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I have some rescheduling uh, conflicts with my my guy here, uh, Pete Moore from Simplifying Entrepreneurship. Uh, I'm glad that we got it to... Uh, to really work itself out and, and get them on here. And Pete helps entrepreneurs transform their frustrations into freedoms by using a variety of frameworks that help them cut through the chaos and overwhelm of running a business. He's refined his tips, tools, and techniques within his own business and loves sharing them so others can live the life they deserve as business leaders. And squad, I can't wait to introduce you to Pete here. Pete, thank you for coming on. Please introduce yourself to Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. But first, What's your favorite color and why? My favorite color is blue. And, oh, why? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's part of my logo, Simplifying Entrepreneurship logo. Is. Blue is there. I just like blue. Uh, I've always, it's one of those things I grew up, uh, you know, my, my, I'll tell you a, a little story. Uh, yeah, man. We used to sit, I mean, this is, come on, this shows my age. I don't have much hair anymore, you know. So how old are I'm, you, Pete? <laughs> pardon me? How old are you? I'm 51. Okay, so I'm 50, so I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, gotcha. so we used to sit on the front step of our uh, in, in the subdivision that we lived in, and we were on a fairly busy road, mm -hmm. and we used to sit as kids on the front step, and we used to count cars, and blue was always the one that we wanted, because back in the 80s, <laughs> there was a lot of blue cars, right? Sure. And you never see blue cars anymore. They're all Not black, much, they're right? white, yeah. they're red, but there's never any blue cars, hardly. And so I always wanted the blue cars because I, I knew I could win the game if I got blue. You know, we had the baby blue, the light <laughs> blue, all these different blues, right? Yeah. So it's I, maybe it started back there. I don't know. But our house uh, growing up, when my my parents built a house, they put blue in it. And it's like, I, I just was assimilated to blue, I think, at an early age. And I've always liked it along the way. And, and Dishwalla had a great song, Counting Blue Cars, back there you uh, go. in the 90s. I don't know if you remember that. It's a little I flash from the past, man. But yeah, blue is like my jam, too. I'm actually looking at the Atlantic Ocean here, and it's nice and pristine and blue. And I'm in here doing a podcast interview. I'm just kidding, man. No, I'm super, super stoked to come on, man. Let's get into your little bit of a story of how you started and, and yeah. get where you are leveling people up now. Cool, cool. Well, uh, long story short is I've been a lifelong entrepreneur. Uh, it's pretty much all I've ever done. Mm -hmm. Worked for somebody else after university for about six months. Great business. Um, loved the individuals. Actually, my dad's one of my dad's best friends. Uh, and uh, great business, great person. But I also realized at the time, you know, working for somebody else, 
just wasn't for me. Right. So I've bought franchises, built franchises, sold franchises, bought and built other businesses. I was a business broker for a while, helping people buy and sell businesses. Uh, currently, for the last 12 years, we've had shoe stores. So I continue to run the shoe stores. Wow. Uh, had I've had a few other businesses uh, along the way as well. Some liquidation, uh, pop-up roadshow events, different different things going on. But I've sure. been in the service industry, cleaning, you know, uh, bathroom renovations, uh, wow. and now in now in retail and and helping other uh, people, you know, get through the frustrations of running a business so that they don't have to pull all their hair out like I did. <laughs> is it is it safe to call you a serial entrepreneur? Yeah, I mean, I, okay. I I I would say that that's it's just been my life, right? Uh, business yeah. has been, you know, outside of my family, of course, sure. but uh, you know, business has been something that gives me energy, not takes it away. Wow, that that that's a, a great way to say it. That means you're kind of loving what you're doing, and the yeah. whole cliche you don't really work a day in your life, although we work. I yeah, think, we do, you know, of course. Right, right. So then, when you're, so are you a, a more of a coach or a consultant? I'm a coach. Okay. Gotcha. So what do you think that makes a great coach? Well, you know, there's a few different things, I think. Um, Well, first of all, let's, uh, let's talk about the difference between a coach and a consultant. Let's do this because this is a great conversation right here. I'm a coach too. I don't consult. Yeah. So, I mean, um, here's, here's my thought and, and a nice way to, you know, we've, we've gone through Olympics recently Mm -hmm. and none of the coaches ran the hundred meter dash or in the winter, none of them took the ski jump. You know, none of them mm-hmm. were on, were on the ice in the hockey game, right? They were there in a support role, guiding their team and, and working with their teams to make them even better so they can excel and be the pinnacle of whatever it is they're doing. Wow. It's a very different thing than a consultant. And the way I look at a consultant is if you want something done, like let's say marketing, then you would hire a marketing consultant to do something for you and give you something in a done for you you manner. Love that. And so that's not a coach. Uh, Coach is there working with you, you know, going through strategies, going through stuff, but they're not actually doing the work. The work is still up to you. Sure. And, you know, you got to run the race, right? And uh, so that's, that's basically how I differentiate. Are you looking for the done for you model? That's a consultant. Right. Hire a marketing consulting, an operation consultant, you know, bookkeeping person or whatever the case is, uh, or you hire a coach. And from the coaching side of things, we're there, you know, and having a lot of discussions. And one of the, I don't know, Scott, I think this is the, the biggest thing that I do in my business is having discussions around what they want out of their life. And driving the business to deliver it. Because my feeling is that you own your business and it shouldn't own you. And if you feel as though your business is owning you, well, you got to flip that so that your business is actually the foundation underneath the life that you want to live and set your business up so that it's delivering it. And, And does it happen tomorrow? No, it doesn't happen tomorrow. But if you don't have that guiding light of what you want out of your life yeah. so that you can actually have your business deliver it from the bottom end up, yeah. to you, it takes time to do that. And, yeah. and But that's the kind of stuff that I coach to, setting up the strategies around there, the five Ps that maybe we'll chat a little bit about today. Yeah, absolutely. We're getting into that. We'll yeah, those, that in a little bit. Yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of how I, uh, most of my platforms are around those. And just mm-hmm. quickly, those five Ps are what's your promise, aligning your product 
your process and your people to the promise so that you can enjoy the right amount of profit. And when you enjoy the right amount of profit, you get your freedom back a little bit and you can actually decide what you want to do with that. Mm. Whether you want to hire somebody else to help you out or whether you want to take that money and put it somewhere else or do something else with it. But the freedom and the choice of that happens after you align all this other stuff so that you can actually have your business working as a foundation to deliver you your freedoms. Because anybody who's listening here that is actually a business owner today, you know, started their business for a reason. And they were thinking, they're thinking, hmm. I think I want to be a business owner because it will deliver me this, whatever that is, is uniquely yours. And that's okay. That core value. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's often, I want, you know, more time for my family. I want more money. I Freedom. want, better, yeah, I, I want, I want better relationships. Sure. Uh, I want to, you know, be able to deliver the promise and help people through their problems, whatever that is, whether you're a psychologist or whether you sell shoes, uh, you know, it's you're taking people through this problem and helping them through and delivering to them a better life. And that's what I think we do as coaches too, Scott. Absolutely. Right? It's man. like, what's the problem? What's our unique process? And how can we deliver a better life? And so everybody, that is essentially the first which is pro the promise. What promise mm -hmm. are you making sure. to understand what their problem is, your unique delivery of your method so that they can live a better life? Because everybody only buys a better life. They won't spend money if, if they don't see a better life. What's the five Ps against promise, product, process? Yep. People, yeah. profit. People and profit. That, that's such a, a flow to that. So when you're working with a, uh, hold on, I say this, promise, product, Process people in profit. Profit. Yeah, that's the most important, right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Service is the most. But so when you're starting to work with somebody, maybe in, maybe in the discovery period, then, yeah. yeah. What is some of your secret sauce, if you don't mind sharing, to maybe yeah. help them find their blind spot? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, most, I don't, I don't do a lot of work with startups. It's the, the work that I do is mainly, mainly with people who have been at it for a while mm -hmm. and kind of hit some grass, grass, have hit some glass ceilings and sort of want to continue on the growth. Right. And they're at a certain level. And it's like, maybe they've been at it for one year, three years, five years, 10 years. And they kind of look back and they're like, oh, I'm working, still working 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Right. So, you know, it's like, okay, well, let's take a step back and do what we just talked about, which is revision what it is you wanted when you first got into business in the first place and understand the gaps that you have that aren't there. Like we need to fill in those gaps. It's like, okay, well, when you, when you bought your business, when you started your business, what were you thinking that it was going to deliver to you and what are the gaps that it's not delivering? So mm. understanding that to begin with is a really important piece because then we can dig back into, okay, is your promise aligned? Cause one of the big things lately has been with so much change, Scott, in the last mm. few years with COVID, all the different things, mm. the way people buy, the way people are acting, um, you know, in the, in the sort of the buy process, it's just, it's, it's overturned in so many different ways. Sure. And these people that have been at it for a while haven't necessarily improved their promise. They haven't changed some of their delivery mechanisms. They're, they're one of the lines I hear a lot is, well, we've always done it that way. <laughs> Love it. Well, it's true. Yeah. And, and it, you'll always get what you've got. 
if you don't evolve. I love that. So when we're you you maybe you start to work with a, a business owner that's getting yeah. there needs to crash through that ceiling. Yeah. You start working with them. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? You know, it's it's interesting because, like I said off the bat, everybody's sort of journey is different and unique. Mm-hmm. And I think that's interesting that, you know, when you look at it, because everybody's at a different stage and everybody's at a different level and want different things. And I think the biggest question that they usually come to me and ask revolves around how do I, how do I get what I want? Right. right. And the real, the real thing is like, okay, let's, let's, let's flip that. And it's like, do you know what you actually want? Oh, that's true. Yeah. What is your why? Right. Like, honestly, what's your why? Wow. That, that, that's strong. So if I'm, I think I might know the answer to this question, but if I'm saying in a networking event, you know, one-on-one yeah. doing what my mom taught me one, one mouth and two ears for a reason and really listening, what am I hearing that would make them a good prospect client or maybe a referral to you there, Pete? What, what, uh, I'm sorry, I, I missed that question. You're, you, you want me to give my sort of one-liner? Is that it? Or? Um, yeah, let's, let's say this. Maybe I'm at a networking event and I'm meeting you. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. Pete, what do you do? I, uh, help entrepreneurs turn their frustrations into freedoms essentially. That through, is solid. Yeah. You know, and it's like, what are you, what problems are you having? And let's work the strategies to deliver the freedoms that you want. And it's through frameworks, it's through systems, it's through process, it's through getting the stuff out of your head onto paper so that you can take actionable steps in order to accomplish what it is you want for your freedoms. And that's why we got into business, Scott. We got into business because we want to create our own freedoms. That's what entrepreneurs are all about, right? Yeah, that's that's that, everything goes back to the 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 money that you make eventually, but that money gives you the freedoms and the choices. You and I, you and I are like brothers from different mothers, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you right now, that, like we're we're so so aligned. So, Pete, have you seen the movie Back to the Future? Oh yeah. All right. Let, yeah, your age, my age, we yeah, definitely yeah. saw it. It was we're a classic. Middle, we were middle school, having a good time. But yeah. Okay, so let's get that Delorean with Marty McFly. Let's yeah. go back to the double deuce, the 22-year-old Pete. What kind of knowledge nuggets would you drop on him to maybe not so much change anything, Pete, but help him maybe shorten his learning curve, level up, and blast through maybe just a little quicker? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, I was 22 when I was starting my business and getting going. So awesome. I, that, uh, that certainly I associate with that. And when I look back at that, it's like, okay, um, I was also, uh, in a relationship and, uh, getting ready to get married and mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff too. So it was an interesting time, but when I first look back and start, it's like, you need to do this yourself. You know, you need to actually take it on there. When you become an entrepreneur, there's nobody to tell you what to do. <laughs> yeah and a lot of people at that age even they don't believe in you even yeah. though they want to yeah don't. it's so true so you've always had your parents there like for those that still are lucky and blessed to have their parents sure. you know 
have their parents that have guided them along this far and you're kind of going through that stuff. And, you know, you've had, you know, maybe a boss or two along the way that's told you, you know, what you need to do. But when you make that step into entrepreneurism, there is no one else to tell you what to do. So find a mentor. (laughs) I love it. I love it. That's exact, exact what I would say. I get your asking gear you know, ask and then find that mentor. And I, I'm a big believer in the more you mentor, the more immortal you become, right? So you love it sure that you pass it forward too, as you've kind of absolutely life. I'd love absolutely. Thank you, thank you yep. for doing that, Pete. So Pete, yep. how do you want your dash remembered? That little line in between your incarnation date, and your expiration date, your life date and death date. Hopefully it's a long ways down the road, but that little dash, how do you want that remembered, brother? Well, um, I've got a, a interesting little, um, exercise that I put my team through. Uh, and you know, it's, it's really, it's writing your, your, uh, your tombstone. Like what do you want on your tombstone? Okay. And, um, and this has changed over the years too, Scott, you know, it it does. And I look by, I've got kids, I got three kids. They're all in their twenties now. Uh, but you know, I want to be, um, known as a good father. That's what I want to be known as. You know, um, so, um, the business stuff, all that other stuff and everything is secondary and, and, um, maybe in, when I was 22, you know, and before having kids and, and by the way, even while I had kids for a first, a little while there, Mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't maybe, you know, I, I said it, but I might not have lived it Mm. as well. And, you know. It's like I was so focused on the business because I thought if I grew the business, I'd be able to help my family better instead of being maybe there for the family along the way sometimes. And so I've lived through that. And I think a lot of people that we're probably listening today have as well. Uh, and, you know, I, I look back and it's like, hmm, I've doing what I can to make my shifts. And I mean, it's not like I was a bad dad. I was a good dad. I was a hockey sure. coach and doing all that stuff. Right. I was helping out. Of course, you're but, in Canada. You're a hockey coach. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I could have, I, but I, I look back and it's like those kind of things, like my relationships are crucially important to me. Yeah. And so again, kind of knowing what you want. And then, so yeah, I want to be known as, you know, a good family man first. I want to be known as a community builder. I want to be known as um, somebody who was helpful and giving. And from that perspective, you know, on the community side of things, my belief is that entrepreneurs are the backbone of every community. And that's why I love working with them, by the way. Yeah. If I can free up through my coaching, if I can free up some of their time, they will automatically give it back to their communities. They did just you say do. automatically. I did. <laughs> so, so they just will because when you look at that, it's the entrepreneurs typically that are the the deacons in the church. They're yeah. the people that help raise money for the new wing on the hospital. They're the coaches on the baseball team. They're the ones that work in all the all the Lions clubs and the Kiwanis clubs and all these different clubs that are raising money and helping community and all this other stuff. They're the ones that actually build the playground down the road mm. for the community. Love They're that. the ones that fund that source. They're the ones that go door knocking door to door for heart foundation and cancer foundation, right? Like wow. these are your community builders. So true. So, so true. if I 
in my little way of helping entrepreneurs with simplifying entrepreneurship and helping them give them back more of their time through doing what I do and helping them be their coach yeah, so that they can get more time and maybe more money, then I've done my little piece to help right. that community grow through helping that entrepreneur free up right. their time and make more money because they just entrepreneurial spirit will support their community. To give back. Yeah. Philanthropy is a huge part of it. And I'm not saying you huge. have to monitor, you could give time and, and everything. That's so just, I love that. Yeah. So Pete, what do you think people misunderstand about you the most? Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I'm, I'm fairly straight up, Scott. Okay. Transparent. Okay. <laughs> well, that's cool. Then let me it's ask like, you this. What, what keeps you up at night? Uh, I, I, don't, don't tell me have... you sleep like a baby too, man. You are just like the perfect human. <laughs> well, no, I, mean, I love it. I love I, it. I'm no, very focused. Real. I'm very focused on, I mean, I'm not focused on health like you are, man. You're, you're a big dude, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, I, I'm, I am very focused on health. Like I, I watch my, here's, here's another thing when it comes to health and you might affiliate. With here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, health is at my number one block of when I, when I look at my, my number one block is health. My number two yeah. block is relationships. Yeah. Okay. As far as my yeah. life goes. Okay. Sure. And what I want my business to deliver. Right. Mm -hmm. So number one health, why is number one health? Well, number one is health because if I'm not healthy mind and not healthy body, I can't have a healthy business. True. Yeah. I can't have healthy relationships. Okay. Yeah. I can't, nothing else happens if i'm not physically and mentally healthy yeah so it's for me true. i do watch the amount of sleep that i get i wear an aura ring and i'm i monitor that you stuff too. like <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah. i i'm did you I'm, see the new update it's pretty awesome they're i haven't oxygen. seen it they're they're putting the oxygen sensor on there now so it's Good, well, awesome. it, do you have to get the new <laughs> ring or it's just an update in the in the software you know mine's on my charger right now yeah i yeah. usually charge it but yeah it's uh yeah, the 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 op the it should update. I I did buy the new one last year yeah. or earlier this year. Yeah, upgraded. I have my old one that's sitting here. <laughs> you yeah, know, but uh, no, I believe it. I love that you, dude. You and I are the same, dude. <laughs> so let me ask you something. Um, let's take out of this equation anything electronical, yeah. anything technological. What are three things that he can't live without? Three things I can't live without. Um. Well, I like the sun. I, I you gotta live, come visit, man. I'm in Jupiter, yeah. Florida, baby. <laughs> I'm I'll, I'm in uh, I'm in Florida at the end of this month. I got I'm yeah. going down for the podcast con uh, pod fest. I'll be there, brother. Let's I'll hook up. There. Let's yeah, hook up. Absolutely. So uh, well, I'll see you at Podfest. Nice. So uh, although I do live um, an hour or so outside of Toronto and mm -hmm. it is colder up here, I do enjoy the sun. And I just, I take a lot of joy in being not, not necessarily under the sun, mm -hmm. but just the warmth of the sun. Yeah, um, man. So for me, I enjoy community, mm -hmm. you know, uh, like you that. You say that. Love it. Love I just it. do. Uh, you yeah. know, I, I like being uh, with like-minded people and chatting about stuff and having these conversations. And, you know, I really enjoy, of course, I mean, I've said it already a few times, but enjoy being with my family and, and spending yeah. time with my family and all that kind of stuff. And my good yeah, friends. Yeah. And, you know, I've got a, a handful of like super good friends that are near and dear to me. Uh, and, you know, that's, that's certainly it, but I just love talking entrepreneurship, Scott. I mean, I just really do. It really gives me <laughs> some flame and some power and some energy. And I, I get up for these conversations. Mm -hmm. They, they, 
Yeah. I mean, it's just like, I just look forward to them. And sure. so f- those are a few things, you know, the physical, this physical sort of idea of bright and nice and sunny and blue yeah. sky and love that, um, love this community of, you know, both work community and personal community means a lot to me, uh, yeah. family and friends. And I love entrepreneurship and that's why I've built simplifying entrepreneurship. And I've, and I've been a serial entrepreneur all my life because that's what I love to do. Now, and I, I love the, the, how you put that out there with regards to what you love. I, I, I align with that a lot as well. And, and you're full of service and you're planting trees that you're never going to sit in the shade of. And I absolutely love that about you, man. So then what is Pete's definition of a life well-lived? Well, I mean, we've talked a lot about it today. Um, Hear it again. Yeah. Yeah. It's life well-lived. It's like, um, enjoy, have good health. So I have a, I have a, a long frame of, of a living. I mean, I, I want to live a very, very long life. So uh, in health, so I don't want to live a long life in a wheelchair and decrepit and not knowing because uh, we've I've had that in the family and it's not fun, but uh, doing everything I can to live a very long life in health, um, mentally, physically. So from that perspective, that's um, that was number one. And the question again, just to recap me there. Just Scott, a life well lived. Life well lived. So long life in health serving others um through all of all the stuff that we've chatted about today you know working through helping entrepreneurs i mean i don't think i'm ever going to retire scott yeah we won't no way never like why would i not want to continue having great conversations with awesome entrepreneurs and helping them help their communities why would i not want to do that for my life love it i I mean i want to do that when i'm 90 I want yeah. to do that when I'm a hundred. Exactly. Like, I'm good. Exactly. I always say, man, if God doesn't take me in a plane crash or a car wreck yeah. or something to his plan, and again, I'm a Christian, but something his plan. Yeah. Then I, I plan to live a long time and, and, and plant, plant, plant those trees and just keep going. I love that you said that. Time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back and Pete, you and I, maybe at PodFest, we're going to talk 15, 20 minutes, maybe about each one of these questions. But in this leveling up lightning round, you have five seconds with no explanations. You ready to level up, brother? I'm ready. Water, do water's it. down. <laughs> Love it. What's the best leveling up advice Pete's ever received? There's only 24 hours in a day. You can't use more. You you can't use more and you or sorry, you can't buy more and you can't use less. Oh, do that. Write that down. That's awesome. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Morning journaling. Yeah, my dude. Dude, we, we're going to talk. Okay, so you see me walking down the street. Man, Fergie looks like he's in his doldrums a little bit. What book might you hand me? Uh, I love books. Uh, depends on. I can on, tell. On <laughs> Yours who looks you, like mine. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say the one thing. Which there you is go, right, right above me today. My guy, man. Gary, good dude. Yep. So what's your most commonly used emoji when you text? Uh, I don't text a lot, but I'm going to say happy face. Beautiful. Nicknames growing up? Cooter. Cooter, really? From Dukes of Hazard or from yep. something else? Okay. Yeah, it was back. That was the age, right? Very cool, man. Yep. All right. How about chess checkers or Monopoly? Uh, Monopoly. All right. Very cool. There's an ice cream flavor name. or No. What's your go-to ice cream flavor? Heavenly Hash. All right. My dude. There's a sandwich named the P. Moore. What's on that sandwich, brother? 
it's probably uh some fried steak and onions hot hot peppers i like hot so load on drizzle of hot some chipotle yeah toasted love it love it so you have access to a time machine for one day and you come back to present day are you going to any time in the past or say 30 years 40 years in the future well um I mean, I'm, I'm a futurist. I, I love the thought of what could happen. So sure. I'd, I'd probably root there and, and go there. But the reality of it is it'd be, it'd be a hard one because I'd like to go back. Um, I'd like to go back to that time we've been just, just chatting about, you know, the uh, 80s. Dude, I was just going to say there's a mad kegger that I would love to go back to. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. No, seriously, yeah. just to live that decade, man. So one more day, dude. I go back yeah. to 83, um, okay. have have, have uh, a Sunday supper with my grandparents at the farm, mm. um, you know, enjoy the the uh, wood stove and uh, playing some euchre after after uh, our our meal and, and just uh, shooting the breeze, telling some stories, uh, having some laughs. You know, that, that's that's pretty good, man. It's pretty hard to beat that kind of stuff. That's awesome. So favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Um, we do a lot for the food bank. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Now you can elaborate on this one. I think I'm going to know the answer though, but what's the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so like, I, I know we're beating this like a dead horse. Okay. But like the 80s, you had the the incarnation of really rap, right? With oh, yeah. DMC and Beastie Boys. Yep. He had the glam bands, the big hair, don't care. Yeah. Invasion Springsteen, from, John Springs, Cougar. Yes. Invasions from U2 and, yeah. and Duran Duran and Culture Club or yep. whatever, man. It was on like the that. countryside. It was like uh, Steve Earle and, yeah. and Randy Travis, Dwight Yoakam. I mean, yeah, great. Dude. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Pete, man, how can we find you, brother? Simplifying entrepreneurship, pretty easy from that perspective. Yeah, just Google simplifying entrepreneurship. You'll find my podcast. You'll find my website, simplifyingentrepreneurship.com and pretty much anything you need to know or want to know about me. Yeah, I love it. And every single one of his links is going to be in the show notes. Make sure you check him out. And if you want a warm introduction, I would love to do that uh, between you and Pete. So Pete, if you can give me one last solid and leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize and take action on. Yeah, I think I've already said it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you again, Let's which is if you're a business owner and you feel as though your business is owning you, you're working the 50, 60, 70 hours a week and you're looking back and you're saying, I'm not getting the freedom that I want to get then make some change around what we you know, briefly chatted about today, around, around your product, your promise, your people, your process, so that you can actually, if you don't change that stuff, it isn't going to happen for you. So think about what it is you got into business for. Are you enjoying those freedoms? And start looking at your business as a delivery mechanism to deliver those to you and start making the decisions within your business that are going to deliver them. And if they don't, then it's not the good decision for you to make. Wow. And squad, like by the time this up drops, uh, I will have met Pete in person. I'll, I'll drop a picture down here in the show notes as well. But, you know, Pete it, basically got a free masterclass, man, from my brother, from another mother here, man. Like we align so much alike. You know, he, he never saw himself really working for somebody else. You know, he became 
what we kind of affectionately call in our life a serial entrepreneur. You know, a great coach, he'll tell you, is not a consultant, but he'll make you, not make you, he will encourage you to make it to the pinnacle in whatever your passion is. You know, powerful discussions of what you want and driving business to help you attain. The five Ps, promise, product, process, people, and profit. Go back to probably the 15-minute mark, and he really digs in a little bit with that. You know, and if you want to learn more, go to his website, which is down here in the show notes. Okay, squad? And basically, Pete will help you revise what is you wanted, where you started in the first place. And I know I'm paraphrasing that. I just butchered it. But he will help you fill in the gaps from what you wanted, where you got to. So if you, most of the people that Pete works with are people that have really kind of reached that glass ceiling moment and wants to blast through. And there's gaps that you have. And again, inch by inch, it's a cinch. By the yard, it's hard. Pete will help you break those steps down and, and get to that level. You know, he helps entrepreneurs turn frustrations into freedoms. You know, he wants you, if you've got an idea and you want to level up, get it out of your head onto paper to take those actionable steps. You know, you need to take it on, you know, like take on, be yourself, but ask for help. Like my good friend, Leah Woodford says, get your asking gear, get that mentor. And no, and even more important as you move forward and you've learned, be that mentor for someone else. Okay. He's going to be known as a good father, family man. He lives what he says. He's a community builder and a go-giver. You know, minds us that entrepreneurs are the backbone of every community. And what his job and what he feels his passion is, is to free up some of their time by putting them through his five step, five Ps and action steps so they can automatically give back to their communities. You know, and nothing else happens without good health. I mean, I wake up, I'm 50 years old, I competed in combat sports my whole life, and Basically, I have a check engine light that comes on every single morning. And I know the process that it has to do that I have to do to level up my body. And it's the exact same thing Pete does as well to level up. And he wants you to, if, if you're starting to feel like your business is owning you, then let us make that warm introduction to Pete so we can get you through the five Ps and help you level up. And Pete, you level up your health, you level up your wealth, you're humble yet curious. And you've earned your varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. I'm so blessed to have you, man. And man, I love your guts, brother. I can't wait to meet you in person in a couple of weeks. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome, brother. Talk, chat soon. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.